0: Hey everyone. Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay. Pay. Jury. Jury. Daily. Daily.com. Dot Dot com. Nailed it. Girl. Ugly ain't the half. look at you well, you, got, blue teeth and you only got hello everybody and welcome to the to jury smile. Daily podcast. I'm here for you friends Monday through Thursday to get you the stories that you need the only stories that really matter whirlwind week last week I was in uh, Orlando I was in South Florida I was in Las Vegas boring week this week very happy about that I'm gonna let you know that my whiteboard is is uh, growing I've now added things to it it's becoming more and more functional very excited I'm feeling very productive. But enough of my hooting and hollering. What do you say we go ahead and get into the news? News! Well, they should have known she was trouble when she walked in. Taylor Swift, apparently in the Staples Center has a gigantic banner. The banner says, Taylor Swift, most sold-out performances. And it's got kind of a red and black zebra stripe sort of aesthetic to it at the top and the bottom. Well, apparently some of the inhabitants of the Staples Center are not particularly thrilled. With the fact that Taylor Swift has a gigantic banner, that is a bit of an eyesore. And some of the fans have made it a superstition. The Los Angeles Kings, which kicked off their season last week, has covered the banner for their home games and say that they will continue to do it. Not only because it's big, honking, and ugly, but also because the Kings have not won a playoff series since the banner was held up. And the fans have now begun to blame Taylor Swift and her reputation for having gigantic banners in the Staples Center for that drought. This is from the L.A. Times. The banner, which was raised August 21st, 2015, after her record 16th sold out concert in the Staples Center has been an eyesore for many Kings fans. They didn't think it's a coincidence that the Kings have failed to win a playoff series since the banner went up. Previous to that, the Kings won the Stanley Cup in 2012 and 2014, as well as advanced to the conference finals at 2013. They finished with the worst record in the Western Conference and second worst in the league last season. And by the way, the Kings management are not running away from this. Uh, uh, Quote, the connection to our fans is the highest priority throughout our engagement. They've made it clear that the banner shouldn't be a part of the Kings game experience, said Michael Alteri, Senior Vice President of Marketing, Communications, and Content for the Kings and AEG Sports. We didn't see an issue in covering it for our games and, in fact, see it as an opportunity to show our fans that we hear them. The Clippers already cover the banner, but that's because they cover a lot of banners uh, whenever the Clippers play in the Staples Center because they share the stadium with the Kings and the Lakers. Uh, the, the the Clippers will cover up all the Lakers jerseys, uh, the retired jerseys and championship banners as well. Uh, so they they go the extra mile and do it for, uh, you know, cover up T-Swift. But by the way, the, the T-Swift curse might have one more victim. Taylor Swift, who has not performed at the Disable Center since her banner was raised and in fact has permanently kind of graduated to stadiums. The next big L.A. show she's going to do will be at the brand new $5 billion home of the Rams and Chargers SoFi Stadium on July 25th and 26th in 2020. Is your phone ruining your sex life? Well, that's what one survey says. God, I hate these. I hate these articles. Just because they only spread around because somebody's going to put out a press release. A bunch of people who are hungry for content are going to run it. The press release is written in a way to be covered. The content machines literally just want grist for the mill. And so then we have to spend time talking about this horse shit. Phones in bed are taking tolls on relationships and sex lives. The bedroom is traditionally used for two primary purposes for adults, sleeping and romance, writes studiesfind.org. However, the advent of smartphones has seemingly changed that, with nearly three-quarters of surveyed Americans admitting that they bring their phone to bed with them Unsurprisingly, all of uh, that between the sheet screen time is having an adverse effect on people's relationships. The survey, commissioned by Global Tech Solutions company Azurion, pulled 2,000 Americans on their phone habits and found that people who regularly bring their phone to bed are two times more likely to use their device to engage in romantic activity with their partner during the hour before they fall asleep. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I mean, I definitely bring my phone to bed, but that's because my charger's right next to my phone. You know, I like to tire my eyes before I go to sleep. Just make sure the world's doing okay. You know, check that last thing on Reddit, something like that. I think it's quite nice. Although, I don't know. Maybe I'd be having more sex if I didn't look at my phone. Maybe I should charge my phone across the across the way, across the room, and I'll see whether or not I have more sex. I should probably not report that to you guys because you all know my wife's Twitter handle. So I'm just going to awkwardly shuffle to the next story. So I saw this, and I was, I was kind of surprised by it. A new bar in St. Louis called Open Concept. Open Concept pitches bargoers with this bargain. You do not pay for a single drink. Instead, you pay by the hour, and you get as many drinks as you are legally allowed. That's the pitch. So you are buying uh, time. So uh, it's $10 an hour for regular drinks, $20 an hour for top shelf drinks. The initial concept came from the idea of event planning, that you would plan a open bar by the hour. You might be wondering, well, how do you make sure that everybody doesn't get totally schlitzed? Well, since you are ordering uh, with a confirmation number, they scan your ID for your height and weight, and they calculate what the the law allows you to have. So God knows whether or not that's a lot. But I read this, and this is, you know, this story that initially was posted in St. Louis magazine was from June. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me do a little sleuthing. Went on over to Yelp. Well, there are three reviews for Open Concept. And, you know, they're all super positive. People seem to like this place. It seems a little spare based on the pictures. And I'll be totally honest with you. I I don't know whether or not I need to think that hard when it comes to ordering drinks. I think I could just go ahead and get a, uh, and get whatever drink I need. I got to need to choose, like, okay, well, in this hour, am I drinking high quality liquor or am I drinking bottom shelf swill? I don't think I need to have that decision in my life. But you want to know what? Viacondio. And that will wrap it up for me today. I want to thank the producers that make this show possible. The Jed, Non-Specific, Rock Roll, Martian, Steven. Well, James, the OG Brito. Well, and uh, Chris. You can always email me about any of these shows. JuryDaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat is Justin R. Young. And, of course, you can join our Discord if you want to submit a jury story. MacBook Pro had our uh, phone-ruining sex life story. Another Jay Martin had the open concept. And, of course, we would like to tip our hat to Sun Bun, who gave us the Taylor Swift story. Till next time, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, But more importantly, please go.